Hi Mamas. Or Mamas to be, I'm Kayla. And I'm Tara. And welcome, welcome to Motherhood, Motherhood Leaked. Leaked. We're two first-time mums leaking unfiltered tales of motherhood. Being there, getting there, and possibly getting lost along the way. Let's, Let's chat. chat. May contains wearing. Hello and welcome back to another week of Motherhood Leaked. And this time, I'm not on my own. Yay! <laughs> We're back together. We're back. The gang is back. Finally. I feel like it's been years, but it's probably been a couple of weeks. I know, it does. I feel like, yeah, what it's been, three or four weeks, which is a very Actually, long, time, a for long time for that us. That is for us. It is, but I'm so glad to be back. I know. It and is you good. did so well with the episodes on your own, I have to say. I was very, very oh, thank impressed. You. Thank you. You do what you got to do, you know? Took one for the team. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nice to have you back. Someone to bounce off today, even though we had no idea what we're going to talk about. We're just going to go with the flow. Yeah, I like that. And I think we should just check in first. So how's the last week been since you've been back home, back from your holiday? It's been good. It's um, I've been out of the house a lot. It's been, as you know, we've had a heat wave here in Queensland. Yes. So I'm always complaining about something. And I know I shouldn't complain about the weather because <laughs> we're so lucky, but... Just the nights. Like, I came back from Marimbula, had these beautiful, cool nights, and now I'm, like, not coping because it's, like, 23 and 90% humidity at 3 a.m. I know. And Bo and I are just not coping. Like, he's tossing and turning. I'm not sleeping. He's up at 4.30, like, Yeah, most well, days. I, I am with you on the 4 a.m. wake-ups, but yep. we are sleeping with the air conditioning on. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just a non-negotiable at the moment. Oh, yes. if I had air conditioning in my room, it would never go off. Yeah. <laughs> like, my bill would be through the roof. I have to say, this is so funny because it – like it's so random but our bill is only ever maybe $50 or at most $100 more for the quarter when we use our aircon all night long really is that because yeah. it's char- I think isn't it because it's off peak oh maybe who knows but something like that I mean I'm get not, away from you know. boring topics like that yeah <laughs> so um, no we've been making the most of it we've been at the beach we've just been um yeah making the most of the nice days yeah so have we actually we've been spending a lot of time by the water outside outdoors yeah Great for boy toddler energy, I feel. Oh yeah, and mamas who need a break energy. (laughs) Oh my gosh, seriously. And I think like, I don't know about Bo, but I can uh, gather it's the same. He like with Elliot, his energy he just bounces off the walls if we're at home. Like we have space, we have plenty of room. There's plenty of room outside, plenty of toys, plenty of things to do, but just bounces off the walls. But if we go outside, he is just so content. Absolutely. It's, it's so that fun. thing they say, like if your child's upset or like they're annoyed, mm-hmm. like just water or outdoors. Water, definitely. And 100% both those things. <laughs> under the work. trees, he's happy. Yep. And it's funny though, because like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll take him to a playground. As soon as I take him to a playground, he lasts there all of five minutes. Yeah. And then he's just he plays wandering with the bark off somewhere else. Yeah, plays sticks. with the bark or like That's just wanders exactly away from does. the playground. That's so funny. Yeah. So I've just given, I, I don't even really like going to the playground. So we just don't go there now. <laughs> I feel like the playgrounds are always more for me anyway. I'm like, let's go find a cool new playground. And like you said, it'd be five minutes yep. and then he'd be, Playing with the dirt. It's yep. like, well, that's fine. At least I'm seeing something new. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Checking out new areas. Yeah. How's the um, – do you want to give everyone an update on the night weaning? The weaning? Yes. So that's probably good timing um, to do that because we went a little while of um, not weaning anymore. Like I – after Elliot got – after Christmas and into the new year, um, I was just going with him again and it was working for us because he had been sick and he was teething again and we just started the – feeding cycle of just on demand as it was and it was actually okay I was coping fine with it and then maybe I'd say maybe a month ago um I started to just during the day not offer it obviously um and when he asked I kind of just started saying no it's only for bed yeah and so Elliot naps in the day sometimes um 
So he would have it to feed to sleep during the day and then he would have it to feed to sleep at night. And that I will say was working really well. Like, and it is still working really well where he doesn't even, he'll ask once for milk. He actually says dilk. Yeah. For milk. <laughs> um, so he'll go dilk and I'll say, it's not bedtime. And he doesn't even ask again. So I just felt like, oh, this is, it's meant to be Good like, time. it's working well. Yeah. Um, then I recently went away on a three day little baby toddler free getaway which oh, was stop amazing. i'm so jealous <laughs> stop it I'm like oh i'm sorry to rub it in but it was actual heaven That's like amazing. three days no toddler in tow did you I like act- occasionally look over your shoulder or like no. your back leg and wonder no. where your child was no oh that's so good not once <laughs> <laughs> and no guilt because good yeah i um i think i felt really good because Troy and Elliot have a really great bond and Troy spends a lot they of time do. with him through the week. So I knew he would be fine. He's so supportive. That's amazing. Oh, I'm so, so grateful. And I was only a few hours away. Like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't overseas. Overly, it was like two hours at most, I think. Um, yeah, it wasn't overseas. <laughs> Damn. Next um, time. Yeah, next time. Motherhood um, leaked grand tour. Oh my God. Let's USA do it. tour. <laughs> with a newborn. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally forget I'm pregnant all the time. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I didn't actually. And I just fully... Yeah, I didn't have any guilt or anything and didn't even look over my shoulder once and That's slept. So oh my God. It's the first time oh. I have slept properly since when I was pregnant because I had insomnia when I was pregnant. Yeah. And wow. then obviously going into motherhood where my baby has not slept more than four hours, <laughs> five hours maybe. And yeah. that means three or four hours for me. Um, I literally went to bed at like 7.30 and woke up at like 4 a.m. the next day. And on the first night, there was this huge party like in one of the cabins because we were camping. There was a cabin right near us and it had, there was a wedding nearby and they must have all come back there. And the friend that I was staying with, like, said to me, she's like, did you, did you hear that? Like, she's like, I thought you were just laying there meditating. I was like, no, I was literally, (laughs) I did not (laughs) hear a single sound. And it, apparently everyone in the camp, like this was going until midnight. They were, music was That's pumping. Hilarious. It's were, probably a good, like, if that had been me lying there being awake, I would have been like, well, how dare they think they can party on a Saturday night at 7.30, <laughs> 8 o'clock when I have my one night to sleep. But it's so good that you just slept through it. I slept through. Love and it. then I did wake up to some very enthusiastic um, runners the next morning running by the campground and was like, what is going on? But it was like a stampede. stampede. It seriously was. <laughs> but yeah, so I slept, I slept through that night and the second night, same thing. And miraculously Elliot slept through on the second night as well when he was at home with dad so going back to the weaning um yeah the night weaning now I basically yeah I just haven't been feeding him in the night since I've been back because he was he was already like I was already I guess not saying no in the night but I'd let him feed for a little bit and go okay that's enough now you can have cuddles and he wouldn't always be happy with it but he was happy enough yeah um but obviously when I was away, he doesn't have milk. Um, so then we kind of just have kept on with that and we offer him water and cuddles and yeah, he's actually taken to it pretty well. Yeah. It's been good. Are you feeling better about it too? Cause I know there were times yeah. where it was like, you know, a bit overwhelming. You'll get into the yeah. point where it's like, I think I'm ready now. Like, yeah. I definitely feel like it's lighter. just good for both of us. Yeah. I'm feeling, I have moments where I go through those little waves of sadness of like, Oh, is it coming to an end? Yeah. But I'm also so ready and I can, I can tell that he's ready. I do really feel that he is. Like even today, actually, he was um, in the car ready to go to sleep and he just started asking for almond milk because he knows that he doesn't have milk during the day. So like he just started asking for almond milk and I was like, oh. like next best thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, so yeah, no, it's going really well. We're not there yet. We're, so we're basically down to like two feeds in the day. If, if he has an app, one feed if he doesn't. Yeah. So that's great. That's awesome. I'm feeling great about it. That's so good. Yeah. So there is hope. <laughs> <There is. laughs> I feel like it's just I feel like it's just happening really nicely like yeah. without 
It um, is hard sometimes too. Like I was just looking at Bo the other day and I'm like, he was sitting on his little bike and I was just like, you look so grown up. And it does make you think of all the lasts and like yeah. little things that you like hold on to. And I'm like, I can't believe how quick you, I know people say it all the time, but you, mm. you do have to take stock and remind yourself that too. Oh, like definitely. Like it's the last time, like I've still got Bo in my room. I think I've said mm-hmm. it to you in the cot. I feel like this is a new excuse every time, like every week. This weekend we're meant to do it. And then yesterday we spent the whole day at the beach and we're just like too busy. Today, Brent and mow the lawns. And we could, I'm like, oh, it's his nap. Let's just like put him in the cot. There's just always an excuse. There's and always. like I am, I'm already sad thinking about him not being in my room. But I feel like I need to do, I know I need to do it soon because mm-hmm. of, I'm having a baby. <laughs> Remember that time. <laughs> um, and I just, it's going to get harder the longer it goes on. Like, and I just do think, like, I think he's ready. Um, and whether he might settle a bit more, like he might sleep better not being with me. Like, um, yeah, you just never know. Hey, so yeah, well that will happen. I'll keep you updated on that. Yeah, definitely um, keep us updated. We're probably not going to do it tonight if I'm honest. And then <laughs> Brenton gets home from work. He's like, I'm too tired to pull the cot apart. Like God forbid. Oh God. Um, like cry me a river. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> so, like pull it down. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. I think, you know, with any transition with them, it's always, you know, some kids take to it really quickly. Others take a bit longer. Yeah. It's the same with weaning. Like it's some, you know, some babies wean quite easily and don't even ask for it. And then others yeah, are Bo like, was like that. Yeah. Whereas yeah. others are like boob obsessed, like Elliot. Like yeah. It doesn't like, I just think every baby is so different. And again, it's just that good reminder to just go with them and go with you and what works for you. And if you're ready at any time, whether it be moving rooms or stopping feeding or whatever, like yeah. you go with your own timing. But going back to, the lasts it's like oh they do i actually was looking at elliot today when he was running around at the beach and i mean doing i've been stopping myself in doing that a few times the last few days just i think it's i feel like they're in that transition getting closer to two yeah where they are really looking more like a toddler definitely and so much more independent um than what they have been yeah and there's part of me that like um it does it's gone in a blink it has like you can't deny that oh my god yeah but there's definitely a big part of me that is actually just so loving this stage like and loving watching him grow that that actually makes up for the sadness that comes some yeah. of those ways like i think i i remember when he was like a week old and i was like crying i was like oh my god because he's already a week old yeah. like how how is he a week old <laughs> and then now and i just remember thinking at the time like oh my god how am i ever gonna feel like happy about him getting older like mm. but now i just think i just love watching it and like i love the word oh my god so he says monster truck oh yeah i know exactly what you're gonna say because i reckon he's probably says like bow yeah not oh yeah Beep. <laughs> is this a blippy it. thing is he like what oh no God, here we go like blippy. i'm so yeah blippy Do you yeah. remember i told you about elliot's, blippy? yeah elliot's obsessed with blippy oh good because bow is remember how i told you he wasn't that into screen time yes he's had a bit of a, a flip oh, he's back into it great thanks to blippy Oh my god! And he is our lifesaver. It's monster truck Blippy, monster <gasps> truck Blippy, monster truck or motorbike Blippy. Yes. And I'm like, I really don't want him to be into motorbikes. So it's like a thing a mum does not want her child to be into. <laughs> um, but he is obsessed, and he'll oh. just like a fire truck Blippy. He likes them yep. too. But but it sounds so like funny. oh fuck. Yeah. When, I'm gonna beep that. But when they say it, it sounds like oh. Does it? That, yeah, that, it does. My sister was getting him to say it when we were away yeah, Troy's because been doing it, it sounds too. like it. You know. Same with Elliot. Says sandcastle. Sounds like asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's yep. like Bo we've been saying he stepped in dog poo again I don't know if you know this child but he <laughs> finds wherever there is dog poo he will find it and he will step in it and he stood on it today mm. and I'm like oh my god Brenton he's 
like stepped in dog shit again mm. and he's like dog ship dog ship and we're like absolutely it's a <gasps> ship where dogs go and you stepped on it um so he calls it dog ship that's actually hilarious <laughs> so, but it is funny they're little words and things it is it's a good stage but and that brings actually that's funny because we were going to it's just going to be a random episode today um no theme we're just going to roll with it as we've mentioned um but now that they're at an age where they're talking and communicating so much has he done anything to embarrass you yet? You know, they get to that age where they say things like, cause they're just yep. no filter. Yeah. No, not yet. I wouldn't say, um, the asshole, the sandcastle thing is probably yep. the most closest so to embarrassing. Cause he'll go mummy's sandcastle, <laughs> but it sounds like mummy's asshole. Yeah. So-, <laughs> <laughs> so that's oh probably, God. um, the closest thing, but I mean, not too many people have been around and if it's Troy, he finds it hilarious. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> he encourages it. Oh my God. That's so mm. fun. That's like when I'm in the shower, if Bo looks at me, he'll mm. go mummy's doodle. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, he doesn't say it in public, thank yeah. God. But I'm yeah. like, no, no, it's mummy's vagina. Cause yeah. I was trying to teach him like he yeah. calls it a penis um, yeah. doodle. We have our days. Yeah. Um, but then he, when he refer, I'm like, God, I hope I don't have a doodle. <laughs> Just don't look like that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. I'm like, no, it's mummy's vagina, trying to teach him the right words. Yeah. Um, but he has, so we were in Kmart the other week and there was an old lady who worked there in the aisle and she like, uh, he just kept saying, man, man, man. And he was pointing at the lady and I was like, she didn't look like, uh, to me, I didn't think she looked like a man. Um, but Bo definitely was just saying, man, man, pointing at her. And I was like, it was embarrassing. Like, I know that she probably didn't, Jerry. And I was like, yeah, a man wrote that book. Yeah, a man did this. Because like, I was embarrassed thinking, I hope she doesn't think that oh he thinks God. she looks like a man. man. Like, I hope she realizes that he's just a bit confused because he's a toddler. <laughs> he's a toddler. <laughs> you would hope so. But I'm like, I just can't, like, it'll be interesting to see in years to come. Like, yep. your kids just come out with the most random things. And um, it'll be interesting to see. I feel like. The challenge at the moment is like he says things so confidently and clearly, yet you have no idea what the hell he's saying. Yeah. Like that's probably the hard thing is when he's just saying something repetitively and it's yes. actually very clear, but you don't know what he's saying because it's out of context or yeah. yeah, that's the struggle at the moment. Trying to catch on. Yeah, that's like Bo, like, he does this thing where he's like, he dances and he sings a hokey and a pokey or something <laughs> like that. And mum and I were trying to decipher what, so we know he was singing a song mm. and I thought it was the hokey pokey. Yeah. So I just assumed it was cause he says it the Sounds way, like it. but it's not cause I've tried to sing the hokey pokey. And he sings that differently. Oh no! So we still don't know what song he's singing. I'm like, <laughs> it could be a blippy song. I don't know. Cause I just walk off sometimes cause he drives me bananas, yeah. but he's a lifesaver blippy. Blippy has saved us. Have you done Miss Rachel? Yeah. A while ago, but Ellie didn't. Hi friends. Oh, oh my gosh. No. She's a killer. Um, but tooth teeth brushing that was like oh that elliot does not like having his teeth brushed yeah blippy has saved us really yep. he blippy, tooth brushing thing blippy toothbrush yep oh, it's a two minute that. song he lets me brush his teeth for a good minute and then he goes hard for the rest okay it's great so that's your little tip for the yeah week i'll be there. using that because he doesn't bo lets me do it he's not too bad oh, but if blippy shocking. does it oh my god Anything Blippy, the excavator song. Oh, Troy's learning that on guitar. Oh my god, he was. Oh, if he does, he'll be Bo's like. Biggest. Troy was actually cracking himself up last night learning it. That's so, it I'm gonna hilarious. have to tell Brenton step up your game, Brenton, if you're listening to this because <laughs> you've only learnt like apples and bananas by the Wiggles, and it's oh, just not good enough no, anymore. You're gonna step up. Everything's Blippy. Oh, Blippy, thanks, Blippy. Yes, he. But he is, like I said, he's gone back into it, which is good. It's a bit, a bit of a lifesaver because mm. it's like at least I can get some, some stuff time. done. Mm. Because it, when he wasn't interested in the screen, I'm like, what else do I do with you, you, child? Do? Like, if I need five minutes, what do I do? I feel like that's something that, um, you know, I was saying earlier about how like 
if Elliot's at home, he kind of bounces off the walls. He doesn't just chill. Like if he's out the back, he kind of will, but he he wants to go in and out, in and out, yeah. which, which he can, but he wants me to follow. Like yeah. I can't be out and just sit out and not that I would ever try to sit and read a book with a toddler, but like <laughs> if I just want to sit, like yes. just sit and observe Take, you, yeah. be child, doesn't happen. Because <laughs> um, he's like, mummy in, mummy out. And I'm like, if, but if we're out, out of the house – he will just most of the time he'll contently play like yeah. and i can be around him and i'll play with him but i can just be yeah, i can, can just still sit have that and watch moment him. yeah but where i was going with that was i feel like that's a really like hard thing it's like as soon as he opens his eyes at four o'clock in the morning four thirty, yeah it's like there's no chill yeah like i don't and i'm not expecting my toddler to just sit and play happily for two hours i'm just like yeah. can we have just a something yeah less than just a little 10 minute downtime <laughs> just you know and tv is literally the only way we get that yep and that's what we we're saying the other week if it works it works because yep. like definitely yeah i was just i was excited i know some people wouldn't be excited about their child being <laughs> interested in screen time again but i was like no i'm excited yeah, enough. i'm here for it yeah definitely um, yeah, cool and miss rachel is annoying as she is she's very educational and yeah. he loves her he just like adores her so i'm like her and blippy you've got this <laughs> <laughs> so should we um, get on to the questions that you found? Yeah. Well, so what, uh, like, because Kayla and I are like, what are we going to talk about today? It's been so mm-hmm. long and we were just like wanted to catch up. Um, and I just like randomly, we think we mentioned it in the first one, but we might do it again and randomly Googled some questions. Mm-hmm. They're like the 50 best like podcast interview questions. And we'll just maybe ask a couple because we don't want to go on all day. Um, but yeah, I think that maybe we should okay i've got one okay oh wow straight not to hold him back no <laughs> it's just, i just scrolled and it was where my eyeballs stopped okay. so what has been now. your least favorite job to date oh okay i've had quite a lot of jobs in my time especially when we traveled around australia in the caravan we would do i would do anything um and i ended up cleaning dongers in wa wow oh my god when we lived in port headland mm-hmm uh, it lasted maybe two, three days. It was like, first of all, 40 degrees every day. Oh my gosh. You had to wear long sleeves, long pants, boots. <gasps> like, what? all I was doing is cleaning these dirty expect- miners' rooms. How do they expect people to actually, like, survive that? Oh, exactly. Some people do, like, obviously, because they have workers there. And, look, wow. the money was not bad. It was good mm. money. Um, but that was that was definitely one of my hardest and, yeah, least um, enjoyable uh yeah so i lasted two or three days and dongers for people who don't know because if you especially if you're it sounds really like rude i guess in a way um it's just basically a big it's a miner's accommodation and usually it's like um sheds like mm. um what are they called shipping container yep. type rooms yeah um, i used to just go in crank the air cons in their rooms and filthy filthy rooms like really sometimes like you can imagine the stuff you find in there like oh i don't want I'll to just move these pornos over so i can clean I your bench and, <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah <laughs> god like you gotta do what you gotta do but i was yeah two or three days i said to brenton i cannot continue to do this and then i've got a job at the caravan park or something yeah um so in terms of like hard work and just was i was like it's not worth it mm. that um and then maybe like one of my last jobs I was pretty high up, but being micromanaged and, yep. you know, you have too much ego in yeah. places and it was mm-hmm. just like not working out for me. So I was quite happy to get out of there because I felt like it was a bit of a toxic environment for me at the time. Like yeah. I was starting this new life with Bo and mm-hmm. just wanted to be, you know, content and happy. So here we are. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. How about you? Let's flip it back. Um, I'm definitely going to say 
It was when I worked at McDonald's when I was like 20. (laughs) I really didn't like it. It was like I was 20. You were at McDonald's when you were 20. Yeah, I did. Oh, was I 20? I started there I when I was 14, I was... nine months. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> okay, I think job. I started there when I was like 19. I was working like three jobs at the time. Yeah. Um, and I don't even – I'm thinking back now why. I obviously just wanted money. Yeah, clearly. definitely. I was yeah. just working three jobs. But, do what you got to do. Um, I think I was 20 and I just – yeah, if I think back over all the jobs I've done, like I I coached gymnastics from when I was 15 until when I was like 24. I love yep. that. Um. And then I worked at um, Vodafone 3 at the time and then changed to Vodafone. Loved that. But yeah, like, and then I became a teacher and whatever. I've done all of But that was the one that pinged into my mind. And I think it's just because it's McDonald's. Like, I yeah. just didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> but do you feel like there was this narrative back in the day? Like back in, was it the nine? How old am I? No, 2000s. 90s? 90s. It was maybe the 90s. Well, mm-hmm. the late 1900s. <laughs> um there was this narrative that McDonald's was a really good job to have. Everyone yeah. would talk. Do you remember that? Well, yeah. Everyone was like, on your resume, always, it looks really good. Well, my dad said that, right? Because he always said that to me because he has worked in retail since I was, like, before I was alive. Yeah. Um, he's, like, state manager for all these different companies. And anyway, he always said to me, it is actually on a resume taken very well because of the way they train you there. Yeah. And the, the way that you can actually move up the ranks within the stores. Like it actually is a good structure. So yeah. for that, yes, I just, I'll just never forget this one day. Um, this customer, we were so busy and this customer gave me, I reckon like two handfuls worth of coins that was equating to like 20 something dollars worth of McDonald's, but in silver <laughs> coins. Like me I just, now, I do that sometimes. I mean, I've, I give definitely give out coins, but at the time I remember just being like, there was like 20 something dollars of silver coins. Oh God. Like, mm. Anyway, but yeah, that was probably my least favorite. Yeah. That I can think of other yeah. than having to run around after my toddler that's pooed and then having to hose him down. <laughs> I would definitely say that would be it. <laughs> Um, how would your, I'm going to say like a word this a little differently. Mm-hmm. How would your parents describe you? Ooh. Okay. So my parents would probably describe me as organized. Yeah. Control freak. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder why we get along. Control, motivated. <laughs> drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yep. What yeah. about you? I'm very similar. Um, yeah. Control freak. And I think I posted something on Instagram not long ago. And it's like, if you're the eldest daughter in a family, then you're pretty much like the family manager. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's exactly, yeah, that's how I feel. Like I do, I used to organize all the parties, do everyone's, just everything for everyone. Organize like, yeah. and I enjoy doing that. Yeah. Um, I think I'm also seen, I'm not going to say bossy. They see me as bitchy to a point. I'm not going to reword that because I don't think it is. It's all mm-hmm. bossy. Um, I think it's me being honest sometimes and they don't like yes, what they hear. I'm like that too. So my dad, I, I know, is sometimes he's tiptoes around me and he's scared mm-hmm. to say things because <laughs> my sister's always like, oh, he'll tell me things and he won't tell you because he's scared of you. Yeah, because some people just don't like to hear the truth. It doesn't mean that actually we are bitchy or yeah. too blunt. Or, cause it's I that whole always... female thing, isn't it? It's like yeah. that whole um, just even in the workplace, like I was always mm. seen a bit like that, but it's mm. like, no, no, we're just straightforward and say what we think. That's a great way to put it. Instead of being bossy or bitchy, you're just straightforward and you just speak the truth. And yeah. yeah, some people do find that hard to swallow. Yeah, I've definitely. learned that actually in the recent, in recent years of like, oh, actually it's not a me problem. Like sometimes yeah. obviously you can, and it's the way you go about it. Like, but if you're just being authentic and saying how it is, like. Exactly. Yeah. And people if you don't like that. to hear the truth and you want to put your head in the sand. Well, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> that's <not> mine. <laughs> We're very much the same in our traits then and probably it does come from being the eldest because I was yeah. Saying, yeah. I've got can I ask you the other one? Yeah. 
so I'm going to change it around to reword it a little bit. Okay. So what does your morning routine look like? That's the, the question now. And what was your morning routine like <laughs> before you were a mother? <laughs> this is a great question. Okay. So my morning routine now on a good day, which is when I get to wake up before Elliot. Yeah. Which is oh, geez, obviously which is like 3.30 a.m. Yeah. If it, which is obviously if he sleeps past 5.30. So normally I usually, my body will just naturally wake up around 4.30-ish. Like, oh God, and I would, so... 4.35 o'clock. And I can actually get up at that time. And I don't get up and be social. I will get up and like go and sit out the back and watch the sunrise and meditate. Or if it's a morning. So Troy and I alternate days um, where we go and do something in the morning and on my days, I actually do get up and go and watch Sunrise at the Beach or like go and meet some friends early and have a coffee because I yeah. do really like that peaceful time in the morning. Yeah. But on the days that I'm with Elliot, usually, especially at the moment, he's waking up at 4, 4.30, 5. So then there's no time and it's literally just go. It's like breakfast and yeah. sometimes breakfast for me, mostly breakfast for him. Like, yeah, <laughs> just don't even, I need to, need to work on that. <laughs> um, and then we're usually just out of the house and doing something. So whether it's a park or a beach or a cafe or something, yeah, that's, that's the morning routine before <laughs> I had Elliot. My morning routine was heaven. <laughs> I would wake I can up. hear the birds chirping already. <laughs> seriously. I would wake up at maybe five, five thirty. Um, or sometimes not even just have an alarm and still naturally wake up before six generally, um, get up, go to the beach, go for a walk, um, do some yoga or some kind of exercise, meditate, make a delicious nourishing breakfast, <laughs> set my goals for the day, yeah, which finish that breakfast, finish the breakfast in peace, set my goals for the day. It was heaven. Yeah. Mm, I miss that. Yeah. I, I definitely think it's something you can get back to at some point and it's just about full acceptance that right now is not that time. Yeah, no, no. Maybe <laughs> 10 years from now, I'll be looking forward to that. Exactly. <laughs> but I do think for us what works has worked well is having like alternating the days where, you know, Troy gets to go and do his thing, he goes running. That's good. And then I go and do a couple times a week, yeah, go and do something on my own because I just need that. My tank, my little cup needs feelings. Yeah. And what it's what we were talking about in the first step. I think how we're both kind of – um, introverted extroverts like 100%. we need that and I'm getting to that point now too where I'm like when you said you had three days away I'm like that sounds like I can't even imagine like it sounds like heaven yeah and I have said to Brenton my birthday's coming up mm-hmm. and I'm like I want to stay at a hotel for a night like a staycation and he's like oh yeah we'll stay at a hotel and I'm like no no we will not stay at a hotel I Hi. want to stay at a hotel yes. I don't want you to be there I don't want Bo to be there mm-hmm. I love you both I don't want to see you for two days like yeah that's literally like what I want to do and that's so fine and I think what there's other than the guilt that naturally comes up as mothers, there's yeah. just so much like cultural conditioning around the expectation of mothers and even fathers and what the roles are like and what we should be and be doing. And that sometimes keeps us really stuck and also lacking in being able to give ourselves what we need, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, whatever. Yeah. But if you are someone who just, and mothers just generally are, we like we give out our energy so yeah. much. We actually do need a way to recoup that and yeah it doesn't look like what it did before you have kids where you can just go and do it at your own free will exactly so it's finding the ways and you know the days for me where the mornings are like it might be that instead of going for a walk on the beach but I wake up 10 minutes before Elliot and I get 10 minutes even that 10 minutes can be like a little tiny cup filler but it's still what I started to realize was like that wasn't enough yeah and I had to start having really honest conversations with Troy and go, you know what, this is actually what I need. And, you know, whatever comes up in that conversation around the 
the expectations in our roles of our relationship and as parents navigating that so that both of us feel like we're getting our cups filled yeah and and being energized because as the mothers like being the givers of our energy we have to find ways to top back up oh definitely and that's why i'm i'm finding it hard at the moment because brenton works obviously during the week and he works really he starts at like six o'clock so he's Mm -hmm. up sometimes starts at five so he's up you know between four or five and is out the house Bo wakes up 4 35 o'clock 5 30 maybe for a sleep in yeah um and it's like what you were saying is we can't get up before that like i can't get up for that because i'm just like so tired yeah um especially at the moment i'm not catching up on sleep during the day and Mm -hmm. my body just i know i need rest Mm -hmm. um and I'm just starting to get worn out. And I'm like, I'm just not finding that time. Whereas when I was pregnant with Bo, I was up every morning yep. walking along the broad water before yep. work. Like I was yep. really making the most of it, mm-hmm. um, my time, my morning, you know, routine. Mm-hmm. And now it's like the the mental load of motherhood now mm-hmm. is getting to me. Like it is yeah. starting. And like oh, Brenton works really hard during the week. He's in the heat all day. Um, and he gets home on the weekend. I understand that he wants a day where he's just like, I just need to chill out. And mm-hmm. like on a Saturday, I'm like, that's what you can do on Saturday is mm-hmm. like, still do what you need to do. If you want to go have some time on your own, we'll leave the house. But he like did spend it with us on Saturday. I'm not going yeah. to say he didn't. Um, but then I'm like, I see dads down at the broad border and things walking with their babies and their newborns and their toddlers and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, they're obviously giving their partners a break. Mm. And I'm like, same thing with Brent. I'm like, well, I need that too. Yeah, like sure. I need, you know, maybe on a Sunday you could yep. just go, and sometimes you don't want to like have to push them. Um, like mm. you would want someone a little bit. Sometimes men don't think like that. Mm. So they're kind of thinking, you know, I've worked a week and I'm tired, which is fair enough. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, as parents, we don't get to knock off. Like it's no. a 24 seven job. We do in a sense where we can have an hour here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're if you're a dad and you're listening to this or if you're a mum and you need a bit of a push, I think it is important to be like, okay, well, can you just like maybe go and grab a coffee with the baby and do yeah. what you need to do? Just give me an hour or two because just to have that time Definitely. alone is just so important. Yep. And like we say, it's the mental load of motherhood. It's like mm-hmm. well, you might think we're sitting on the couch watching TV, having mm-hmm. time off. But we're thinking about what do we have to do tomorrow? Do I have to go to the shops and get dinner? What are we having for dinner? Do I have, what time do I have to start cooking dinner? And he's going to be down for a nap. And like, what do I have to do for daycare? And do I have to, what are we going to do this weekend? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just this constant. And I'm not saying there are dads that don't do that because I know there are. Mm. Um, but it does, you know, we might look like we're relaxing a lot of the time and you might like, oh, but you're having a break constant. when he's napping. But it's like, well, no, we're, we're planning our next move. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that, yeah, that is hard. It is. And like you said, it's constant. And I think um, every family's dynamic is different because of the working situation and then play into whether there's single families. Like that's another whole like. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like just sent. Oh, my God. Like can't even imagine. But No, me either. But in the context of like our situations where we have partners and our work, the, the work situation and them working and us working and yeah. or not working and whatever. I think the main thing it comes back to is just for I think for me personally I would always I was a bit like you and I still do get like that at times where I expect I want to be seen yeah for what I'm doing and not for validation but to be like for to be seen by for I used to expect for Troy to be like oh I can see how tired you are yes I'll take Elliot you go and do this whatever that's what I wanted to hear yeah and what actually was happening though was in Troy's own way he was trying to show that he was seeing me essentially in inverted commas but not in the way that was validating for me yeah so the only way well not the only way but the most helpful way recently that we found it all shift is to just drop the expectations and to actually stand in our truths and be like okay this is what i need 
yeah like, and have that conversation between us both of what do you need and even for troy i noticed um and i know a lot of men and brenton would be the same because he is he wants to do well like as a dad and he yeah. wants to be present for your family and you can just see it in the way that he is around with you but yeah um i know for troy he actually as much as what like we as mothers carry guilt, he actually felt guilty for wanting to go and do, you know, spend some time on his own or like not even on his own, but like go and do something that filled his cup. Yeah. But what happened is like there was so much resentment that was building up between the both of us. So dropping the expectations and and going, well, it doesn't matter if, you know, it's a Saturday and we're meant to spend time together because that was a story I always had too. It was like, it's the weekend, we've got to spend time time together. It's like, well, no, actually it's not really helpful if the – time's not quality time and you're both depleted it's like how can we get this and i think as well like dropping the idea that it needs to be the same every week yeah because sometimes you have really great days and nights with them and it might actually be really bad in terms of sleep but like for some reason you've got energy yeah and you you do have those good days we like i appreciate now being a mom this is so good such a good day we've been so good Mm -hmm. and then there is the other end of the scale we have really bad days and you're like i just need a hand or just need like i need someone to come and release me from this like guilt that i've got and things like that yeah and the reason i am like venting a little bit i guess is because brenton made a comment this morning we're at the park and um, it tri- it did it triggered me. Mm. <laughs> um, and I, it was because I was up so early this morning at four thirty, and Bo was just like leaning over the cot, going water, water, water. And I'm like, okay, I'll get you some water, mate. Like, mm-hmm. get up, get some water. Then he wouldn't go back to bed, so I had to bring him into my bed, and we we're having a chat. And I was like, he wanted to get up, and I'm like, no, it's still dark. We're gonna mm-hmm. stay in the room for a little bit because mm-hmm. Dad's still asleep. So. Um, and then I think I was at the park, and I was just like sitting there, like, oh my god, like we were up so early. I'm just so tired. I'm like, yeah. you know. And Brent's like, well, I get up 4.35 o'clock most days or something like that, <laughs> which that I appreciate, but it's triggering mm. because it's like, okay, but you can, and this is where it's like, it is resent. I'm feeling resentful mm-hmm. today. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, and but, that's okay. And yeah, exactly. And like, yeah. we talk about it, so it's fine. And I know I'll get over it. But at the time I was like, first of all, I wanted to like WWE wrestle you to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> I was just like seeing red. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because it's like, well, you know, sometimes you get to, you get to press sleep. Like Bo doesn't have a button. I can well, press even, five but, minutes of sleep. But not even that. And we don't even have to like talk this out because mums all know it anyway. And yeah. most of the people listening to this Yeah, and some dads probably feel but it. Like- maybe even dads. But like getting up and getting yourself ready for work is different to getting up with a toddler or Well, a and that's where I kind of let loose. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But let's like, you know, compare them. Not that I want a comparison. We're different. And of course it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Like that's our roles for now. Mm-hmm. That's life. But you get up you swan around you go to the toilet you get a coffee you sit there and have breakfast my morning is i get up Bo watches me on the toilet usually touching my knees while i'm like trying to go to the toilet uh i've got to got to get up i can't press snooze for five minutes Mm. i've he's screaming at me porridge 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 so i go make him porridge and he might only eat two spoons and then i might put on some toast for myself and then Mm -hmm. i sit down to have that toast and he's like oh i want toast so he comes and eats my toast for the morning and it's just that is what was yeah. grinding on me this morning. I just needed like five minutes, you know. Of- yeah, and that's so fair, like how triggering it is. And I was and still triggered in that way at times. But I think what has helped again is like actually just dropping the expectation for them to understand. Yeah. And actually coming back to like my truth. Okay, well, I'm actually – and it's like with you, you're like, okay, I'm actually – really depleted right now yeah so it's like okay brenton this is what i need yeah like, i actually need you to take Bo on a saturday morning well it doesn't That's matter it. but hypothetically yeah like to go okay this is where i'm at and drop all the stories drop yeah. all the stories that like he gets up every day if that's how he feels yeah and he actually feels mad about it 
Well, that's on him. Like, yeah. he can regulate his own emotions. He's an adult. Like, that's it. And I don't want <laughs> and, to turn into this tit for tat either. And, like, and, and because that, yeah. is, that is dangerous. It's toxic. Yeah. And, um, and it, but and you it, do sometimes. You're just like, you're like, oh, well, I did this and I did that. And I yeah. did the washing and you did the lawns. It's and, like, if you, and I think the thing is, like, that comes, that tit for tat comes from guilt for both parties. I yeah. think it's like, oh, well, you know, I've done this and the resentment and the guilt builds. But if you drop it all and you just come back to what you need and not from a place of like, yeah, like you said, well, I've, you know, you don't storm in there and go here, take the baby. Like I've had him all week. Yeah. Just genuinely, authentically like, hey, this is where I'm at. Yeah. I really need you to take Bowie in the morning. I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. And whatever comes up for you, if there's any guilt there, you've got to sit with that and you've got to hold that. And for him, whatever he feels, whether it's annoyed or resentful, whatever comes up, that is a conversation then to talk about and yeah. something to have. But I think that the more... What like I think it's really common in our relationships when we have kids come into the picture. It is this constant like you want to be seen. You just want the other yeah. person to take the responsibility when it actually comes back to us. Yeah, and that's really hard. It, yeah, it is, and it's, it's that hard. validation of being a good mum too. It, it all is. comes back to that, isn't it? You want yes. to be told you're a good mum. Like, you want to be told. You yeah. want to be validated. And I know for me, like I would feel like if I was to do exactly what we we're just talking about like a few months ago I would have guilt in that story and even now like today for example we're recording the podcast and I've already said to Troy I, I feel like I need to go do something for myself this afternoon to yeah. top my tank back up I know that I know that he's also happy with me to do that I know also that even if he wasn't he's actually okay to regulate that and we talk about it yeah but still for me I'm like I have that voice in my head that's like you should be with your family yeah but it's actually learning that like what is actually most helpful yeah exactly because it's not worth you following that voice if it just creates more resentment no and, and exactly and then yeah. like you you know you take it out in the child too like you might sure. snap or raise your voice a little yeah. bit more than instead of doing the gentle parenting and mm-hmm. then then i have to be like oh why am i doing this and it's because You're i'm frustrated out. and yeah. i'm taking it out on this poor little innocent child who's got nothing to do with it but um, and it's just a sign i always see that as well whenever i have those moments because i do like where i'm like oh like the noise it gets to me like we've talked yeah. about before i always see that as a red flag of like my cup is empty i need yeah. to do something to fill my cup definitely and again it's like going back to us standing in our truth and being authentic authentic to ourselves and finding those little moments without having the expectation on ourselves that we need to be this perfect ideal version of the mother for our family and just dropping into what it actually looks like within our own yeah, space that's and it. then yeah openly communicating with our partners if we have partners and if we don't have partners leaning on any support that we have yeah definitely mm. Yeah, so that's where that question went. I know. That was a big one. Went I know. I love it. Well, maybe we'll do maybe one more. I mean, we've been okay. waffling on, or not waffling. It's been very important talk. Okay. Um, have you? Did you see any? Have any? I'm just things having interest. A I haven't look. had a look. Let's. There's whims. There's a section that says that's whimsical. Literally, what I was looking at. The off whimsical. the wall. <laughs> whimsical and off the wall. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, you did want to. Are you an introvert or extrovert? We've answered that one a we'll ton of times. <laughs> um. Okay. Do you want to do the star sign? Yeah, I was just thinking, did we do that in the... We didn't do star signs in the first episode. I don't think we did. Okay, what's your star sign, Tara? Okay, so my star sign is... So I'm born on a cusp. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm an Aries in... When you look at like magazines and things Mm -hmm. like that, sometimes I'm considered an Aries, depending on what signs you're reading. Sometimes I'm a Taurus. Um, And it's actually quite funny because I am very like much both. Mm -hmm. Like I can be hot-headed and Mm -hmm. fiery, but I'm very loyal like an Aries. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am creative... um, Mm -hmm. And a bit, I don't know, can be airy fairy also, like a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny because Bo's a Taurus as well. 
Um, and I feel like he's super creative already. Like, I don't know. I think it's probably too early to tell because Brent and I were just talking the other day. We we're like, I wonder if he's going to be like a sporty kid or a mm. creative kid or, um, but he just loves drawing and yeah. like he's drawing circles and he doesn't stop. He just like draws circles and goes circle, crazy. Circle, he's like circle, 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 like, and it's hilarious. Love that. Um, but then he likes monster trucks and stuff like that. So I'm like, who are you going to be? It's exciting to like figure it out. What, what is, Bo? you said Bo's a Taurus. He's a Taurus. Yeah. So he's, what? I think he is the 18th of May. Oh, yeah, that, that would be Taurus. Yeah, because I'm the 20th of April, so yep. it's like, yep. What are you? Mm, I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. Oh, that's right. You're November. Mm, right. November Scorpio. the 2nd? Are you November 2nd? Yeah, wow. That's ringing a bell, yeah. Wow. Yeah, not bad good with memory. dates. <laughs> not bad great. with dates. That's good for a pregnancy brain, too. That I'm doing all right. very good. Yeah, no, I'm a Scorpio, and um, Scorpio through and through. <laughs> yeah. So what's the main – because I'm not – I know, obviously, I know some traits of my own star sign, yeah. but I'm not well enough aware. Well, I feel like Scorpio, I was always um, – whenever I would say that someone or before I would even say what I was, just growing up and then into, like, adulthood more, people would be like, oh, Scorpios, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I feel like Scorpios <laughs> have a bad name when it comes to the signs because they – Brenton's a Scorpio. Well, wow. So that's why I'm like, fill me in. <laughs> Scorpio men are different to Scorpio women, though. Oh, okay. But in saying that, we're very intuitive – and, I, and men too. Like my dad's Scorpio. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I always felt like that Scorpios should be a fire sign because we have this like flair. Yeah. But in saying that, we're a water sign and it makes sense. Um, very emotional. And that's where the flair I think comes from. It's the emotions that are within us. And we're very, like I know for me personally as a Scorpio, like very emotional, very connected to my emotions. Yeah. Um, very influenced by my emotions. Um. So, yeah, I think it's only been in the last little while that I've actually started to value that side of how, um, like, it's a strength, actually, to be a Scorpio because I felt like growing up it was always this, like, I'd be like, oh, you're a Scorpio. And, yeah. like, you know, watch out for the Scorpio. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, I think it's because we do have, like, I know I have a way of just, I don't know, I, can, I feel like I can um, sense things that, like, when people just aren't being genuine, I can just tell. And I think yeah. a lot of people can anyway, but... I think it's definitely a Scorpio trait to see straight through it. Yeah. So when people aren't genuine or like, or are hiding something or you just got no chance and, yeah. and I can't, I can't sit with it. So yeah. um, I have to, I've learnt though how to, um, that would make you a really good manager then. Cause I feel like that was one of my best traits as a manager was like mm. knowing whether people are genuine, like just being good with people, like and telling, yeah. being like you said, intuitive about that. Yeah. Um, and I think it makes you a really good manager because if mm. you know, what you can see through the bullshit and things like that then you can especially when you're hiring people as well it really helps definitely definitely that would be true yes i feel like um so there's a you and i have this app it's called the pattern yeah um, and it tells you all about your star signs but then it also tells you about like your different patterns within you and how you connect to other people um and in my pattern it said something about my work how i basically should work for myself and not be and basically so I can do like follow what I need to do of course yeah Yeah. and that makes sense to me because I whenever I worked for someone it's not that I can't work for people I love actually working with people but for me it's like I chop I chop and change but not in the sense of like I can't stay committed but I follow my intuition and it changes so like I get bored in things yeah so I don't know if that's a Scorpio thing or if it's just a me thing I don't think it's an (laughs) thing. could be who knows but um yeah Scorpio Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And Elliot's on the cusp as well. He's a cusp of Gemini cusp and Cancer. Of... Is he? Mm. Oh, because that's right. Elliot's, I keep thinking Elliot's the same age, but I know he's a month different. Yeah. So right. he's, um, and that makes sense. He, I reckon he has more Cancer in him than Gemini. I could be wrong, but he's, yeah. or maybe just more of me than Troy. I don't know. Yeah. He's highly sensitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yes, very emotional. But I think all toddlers are anyway. But yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> but it's funny when you see toddlers together, like how they, how, how they're little different. Pers- yeah, yeah, how they're different. Because it's funny because at home, Brendan and I were talking about this today. Because Bo is not considering. Like I feel like he was just born. He's a bit more of an introvert. Like mm-hmm. he is. Like I've done everything. I've yep. taken him to playgroups. Mm-hmm. He's always been very social. Like yep. around a lot of people. Um, but he's still very like if we're in a group, mm-hmm. he's the shy one. Like mm-hmm. he won't say a lot. He won't go up. He'll talk to people when they walk away. Yeah. Um, his line is as soon as he sees his mummy's car. Like he's, he's got a quite a large vocabulary, and yeah. that's his line. It's like yeah. if someone talks to him, mummy's car. Yeah. It's like yeah. his or like that's Protective. all I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's funny watching him, and like even with Elliot and him, Elliot's more dominant yeah, yeah. Like both mm. and he's like that with all people and kids and yeah. it's just interesting to see like that's just his part of his character it's not like i've hidden him and things no, like that he's it, just naturally quiet it's just what their like nature is naturally yeah. right yeah it is interesting isn't it yet at home he's like this crazy kid and he does banana stuff and i'm like, isn't yeah. it funny seeing the difference like you think he's crazy kid but he goes out and everyone's like he's so calm and quiet yeah. and i'm like yes he is isn't he You're like yeah out <laughs> it's of all the a house. show yeah exactly You're like it's just out of the house yeah it's funny though isn't it how like all i guess it's like with people in general when they're out of their natural environment and they're in a social setting how they're just so different like yeah you can yeah i just find that super interesting because elliot's the same like at home he is non-stop talking go 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 yeah then you put him outside and in a social setting and he even though he's definitely more he's he's got a bigger personality i would say outwardly than Bo. yeah in a social setting oh but, yeah but he's certainly not but he's like he's still quiet and reserved yes. and he's so like so we have um our neighbor our kids are like five days apart and they've known each other the babies have been around each other since they were five uh, five weeks old and the other day um my neighbor's little girl came over and like literally just uh, it was the most gentle of pushes like it was a push i'll give her that (laughs) but elliot's reaction (laughs) what happened he was just he just looked the lip went down full heartbreak (laughs) sat on the floor big scream and like that's him in a nutshell he is just super sensitive and was like just was mortified at the fact (laughs) that he was just what but um but in saying that yeah he has like so he's got this side of him that's like very yeah emotional sensitive but then he and he can also just be this rough and ragged it's really yeah it's funny isn't it like it is don't know who i'm interested to see how they grow to I know. We don't want them to grow too quick, like slow down. But oh, seriously. It is interesting to think about them as older humans. Definitely. And I it's I think it's funny as well witnessing like yourself or your partner and your child, like who Yes. I think for us, like Elliot has my sensitive side. Yeah. And Troy's energy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, we're both I mean I was You're both more, pretty energetic, we, aren't you? I mean, me not so much anymore, but yeah, yeah we were. <laughs> what about for like Bo? Do you think he's got like what's the who do you see more of in him? Oh, it's that's like he's a little bit like I was pretty shy as a kid. Like I didn't really mm. come out of my shell until I was a bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was always like a bit of a performer yep. at, in around my family. So mm-hmm. maybe he's got like a bit of that from me. Brenton's a quiet person. Like so yep. he is an like he's not an extroverted introvert. Brenton is an introvert. Mm-hmm. So I guess naturally Bo was you know yeah going to be a little quieter. I don't know. You never know because um now I would not like I I can be you know yeah quite outgoing and loud yeah um it just depends on the setting <laughs> exactly it depends on the day how much coffee i've had or like sleep oh um, doesn't it definitely yeah well we might end it there for the week yeah how about we do one more there's one okay. more question oh was it do you have a book that you read that you would suggest to people what's one book that you thought you read and you're like this is a really good book i would recommend it to people uh, or audio book yep. or podcast if you haven't read a book in a long time because we're no mums. there is a book i would 
recommend. It's called um, Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Oh, I yes. 100% recommend that to yeah. anyone. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it, but I listened to the audiobook. <laughs> recommend. Highly recommend. Good yeah. for it. Doesn't even, it's, yeah, it's good for anyone, everyone. Absolutely. And my one is Atomic Habits. Oh, uh, which I is really read that it's like a big one that gets dropped a lot, but yeah. I've never actually read it. I also didn't read it. I listened to the audio. Oh. <laughs> it's time to read a book. You seriously, I've it. just Fine. I did read a book on Ian Marimbula. Yeah, I had a bit of time. Thank God. Oh, good. What did you read? Um, oh, I read the uh, Court of Thorns and Roses. So I'm into fantasy, Love like that, sci-fi though. novel yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of stuff, um, and it's really good if you're into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like I wouldn't recommend that to everybody because it's yep. just like it's, <laughs> it's not it's very niche. Yep. Um, but Atomic Habits was it blew my mind yep. how we can change certain things and how to break habits and start create new ones. And mm. so I do recommend it listening to it or reading it if you've got time. If you've got the time to read just it. Just listen. Yeah, great. Yeah. Cool. So I love that. Yeah, I reckon we sign off on a positive note like that. Perfect. Great. Have a good week. We'll see you next week, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.